what's up what's up what's up my zingers how we doing out there definitely smash the like button if you enjoyed that women history show i mean i've been enjoying it all week and it's always great to hear how people got started in the industry that question i definitely always enjoy to hear because at the end of the day there's definitely someone out there that's looking to get in the industry so one of the best ways to learn is from someone that's already done it so definitely shout out to jordan on there and let's bring in my man chris catchy welcome to the show hey what's going on mitch how are we doing today uh, another day another dollar you know things moving up and down and, and and that's how it goes in the world but one of the things that we always do guys is get to our information so we're gonna go ahead and definitely get into our headlines but hit the like button if you're here for the March backness. So we're, we're excited to keep going and rolling through here. We're going to be moving through our Sweet 16 into the Elite 8 today. So it's going to be really fun. Definitely smash the like button. Hit the subscribe down below. If you're not a member, I mean, come on, man. Why, why not be subscribed? We do this every single day. Do it for free. So hit that like button. And Chris, what is moving out there? What do you see? In the market, baby. All right. We ready for headlines? Always ready for the headlines, man. All right. Let's go ahead and take us back. All right, guys. Yeah, so we'll get through headlines. And then we do have two deal announcements to get to as well today. Before we get into our March SPACness tournament that I know everyone here is excited to move on to the Ely 8. So up first, we have View. That's ticker V-I-E-W, a smart window company. Uh, Cantor Fitzgerald initiating coverage with an overweight rating and a price target of $16. We also had DraftKings, so Goldman Sachs out today, maintaining that buy rating, but raising the price target from $79 to $87. Um, so keep an eye out on DraftKings. Of course, it is one that we have been talking about all week leading into March Madness with sports betting being a key focus going forward. We have CCIV, which I do own shares in. They announced that the Lucid Air Dream Edition is fully reserved. Um, so seeing strong reservation numbers, we don't know how many were offered, but that is a good sign as they look to uh, you know lead into production later this year on that first model. We have MP, so MP Materials. Shares fell after hours last night on the announcement of a secondary offering. Shares are down double digits today as well. Keep an eye out on this one on the dip. This is rare earth mining. I still think the long-term potential looks great. With the new administration looking to, you know, uh, kind of break away from relying on China for all those rare earth minerals. So keep an eye out. MP Materials, ticker MP. We have QuantumScape, that's ticker QS. Shares down on an offering. So they announced a 13 million share common stock offering this morning. Um, also falling on that news. So keep an eye out on that one. We have HZON. So HZON rumored with Sport Radar. Um, it was announced yesterday that the NFL is in talks with Sport Radar over those rights renewal, which expired this year. Remember, I said that that was one of the key points for me to see the valuation and get this deal done, as right now the NFL uh, exclusive deal is with Sport Radar. 
um, you know, and as it looks to, you know, in that duopoly with Genius Sports, um, that is a key for me to get this deal done. So uh, look forward to hearing more on that renewal. And as I said on the show yesterday, we had VACQ, that's Rocket Lab. Uh, they announced that their flight was successful last night. So they took satellites into space for several customers, including Black Sky going public, SFTW. And then they also worked on, you know, their that early mission that they will be completing later this year to the moon. Um, you know, so looking at some of the items for that while they were up there in space. Just keep an eye out on VACQ. And then we're also on Space Watch. Um, as we look forward to that launch of the new space ETF from ARC Fund. So ones that we highlighted yesterday, of course, VACQ, HOL, SPCE, SRAC, NPA, SPFR, and SFTW. Um, you know, so we'll hopefully get more color on which space stocks are in that ETF, um, you know, very soon. So keep an eye out on those. Then I want to highlight APPH, that's App Harvest. We, of course, had the president on our show um, not too long ago, David Lee, talking about sustainability in farming, indoor farming with tomatoes. Um, the company was actually profiled this morning on CBS This Morning, talking about um, the future of farming uh, and highlighting that first greenhouse, which is the size of 58 football fields, one of the largest greenhouses in the world. So App Harvest getting some major um, network attention this morning. So keep an eye out on that one. Yesterday's deals, we had MLAC, the, the Netflix of Indonesia, up only 0.2%. And TBA, that uh, deal with Iron Source, down 1% on the day. Our top mover yesterday, TDAC, up 14% on that new investor presentation. Merging with Lottery.com, we did talk about that on the show yesterday, that that was a spec to watch with that investor presentation out. And then turning to our deals, we have ticker CHAQ, they announced a deal with Renovacor, an early stage biotech company uh, developing gene therapies for cardiovascular and central nervous system diseases. Uh, they are pre-revenue. This was a small deal, $85 million valuation. Um, don't know a lot about this company or the SPAC out there. And then our other big deal, um, this one's been rumored for a while, SPFR uh, announced a deal with Velo 3D Metal that is in the 3D printing and additive manufacturing market, uh, done at a $1.6 billion valuation. Um, highlighted this one before on the rumor, um, you know, talking about how they count SpaceX as one of their largest customers that use it um, to print engines and other components for its rockets. Um, they also, you know, announced some other deals last year, including uh, Boom Supersonic. So that investor presentation digs in for the first time. Uh, SpaceX, not only a customer, they are also an investor in the company. Um, so that's a, you know, an exciting thing to watch with SPFR. Other customers, along with SpaceX, include Honeywell, Raytheon, Aerojet Rocketdyne, and Boom Supersonic. Shareholders of SPFR are going to own 16.5% of this company. That's, that's a decent size compared to what we've been getting. There you see the investors and those customers. Um, you know, To me, that really stands out, those blue chip customers. 
And then the revenue projections. So in 2020, revenue of 19 million, 2021 estimate 26 million. And then we build all the way out to 2026, 937 million. Um, you know, so revenue on the light side right now, uh, but looking like it's going to grow along with the space industry. So as we talk space ETF, 3D printing, this is the company, you know, that could get both of those things done. So keep an eye out, SPFR. I do own shares of this SPAC. Um, and this is one to watch uh, with ARC funds and that new space ETF. And then turning to our calendar, we have a couple uh, votes this week, of course, RPLA and BFP. And then earnings next week out of Butterfly Network and Romeo Power. That's what I've got today, Mitch. All right, guys. All right. So first, I want to apologize for not getting up to tickers today. Just was a little late on my description. So I get an unlike button for myself. But hey, that's how it goes, guys. Sometimes you you, you slip up, but it's there. It's there for you guys. So you guys should be able to find the show. Uh, I know someone mentioned that it was a little bit harder to find today. We're trying to work on it with the all day stream. And that's just how it goes. But let's get into some specs. Let's get into some movement and see what we got out there. Um, one thing I definitely want to do is get into our watch list, uh, kind of check out what we see moving. But, of course, we're going to get into our SPACness and start talking about kind of the SPACs that we have moving forward on the Sweet 16. But in, before we do that, let's take a look to see what we got down and, and what opportunities are out there right now. All right, so with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the watch list. All right, guys, so it looks like we're seeing right now, we're seeing uh, a nice dip in SRAC. That was one that I was watching, and that's why you see it up on the left-hand side. Um, but let's talk about MP. MP really taking a hit with that offering that was given out yesterday. I got to check on the pricing. But I know it was 8 million shares is saying right here. Um, maybe, Chris, you can check on that pricing for me. But uh, I'm interested to see where this one's going to pull back to because I think we might be able to get back towards 30. And if we get back towards 30, I'm going to be definitely interested near that support. Um, but I, I like this company long term. It's just taking a pullback as they do that offering. Yeah, and Mitch, I heard you and Spencer talking about this one um, at the close, right? So once this was announced, ar around four o'clock, if I remember, um, mm -hmm. you know, so, and and guys, one of the great things, uh, Benzinga Pro, you know, we saw that in real time come across, right? And BZ Pro, ticker yeah. MP, you could see the details right there about that offering. So if you look at that chart now, this is the lowest that this stock has been. Um, you know, in a little while now. So to me, it's a buying opportunity if you believe in the in the long term story. Um, this was an offering from existing shareholders, I believe, right, Mitch? Mm -hmm. So you know, I did see some speculation out there on Twitter, and again, it's just a rumor. But one of the investors in this pipe um, has also been selling his stakes in some other companies, including um, let's just say Virgin Galactic. Um, so the question is, who is selling the shares from the company? Is it one of those big investors, you know, pre-merger? Was it someone that was involved on the pipe? Um, you know, so I think that's a key detail. And when that comes out, you know, it could it could push shares down even further, um, depending on who it was. So that would be my caution there would be to see, 
you know, was this someone from the pipe? Was this, is this an executive or is this, you know, an investment group that bought in, you know, early and they're just looking to get out and take their profit? I mean, at the end of the day, that's what everyone's trying to do, right? Is you invest in a company, you make your money and then you exit. So to me, it's not a huge negative, um, but I am a little worried to hear, you know, who is selling the shares and like Mitch said, to see what that price is. Um, but keep an eye on this one. We've talked about this for a while. Um, I'm still kicking myself for not getting in in the $13, $14 range when we had the CEO on the show. Um, but, you know, long term, this one still looks great to me. What, what do you think, Mitch? Long term, I am a buyer, man, but I'm going to wait for it to come back closer towards 30. Um, I, I do like how you brought up that, that uh, mentality on the investors. So what I would do is I'd pay attention the next couple of days to see if you see kind of maybe, a, you know, a 4K goes through or something like that. You look at the filings, look for it, look, look to see if there's anybody that's taking a big sell, maybe could be on the board. Um, so, you know, any, anything over that will show up for us for right now. I just think it's just pulling back towards support. If you look at the weekly, I mean, you got the highs, the lows right here. It's just it's kind of simple, just going sideways. So as long as it can hold kind of this resistance right here, it could continue just trending on its way up the way it's been doing. And, and for that, you would draw a line kind of right here, guys, and then you can just draw it accordingly like this. And as long as it holds that trend, it's essentially in an uptrend, right? And so as long as it can kind of hold that trend, it should continue testing the, the new highs. But I, I'll follow that bottom trend line on this one and see if it cracks down. Maybe gives me a little dip down a wick on the weekly, like kind of you see right here, this kind of big wick. I would look for a big wick to get through here. And then as the week ends, so you're looking towards Thursdays and Fridays, you'll see it recover that line and get back above. So to me, that that would make my uh, kind of bullish sense go off. And that's what I look for all the time, guys. A lot of times we get these kind of wick throughs, but then the close is actually above the trend line. That actually is a bullish sign as what shows is when you got a huge wick on the bottom side, usually that means there is buying pressure there. When you got a huge wick on the upside, usually that means there's selling pressure there. All right, guys, so let's go ahead and let's keep going. Just wanted to at least give some education today. Uh, hey, smash the like if you guys enjoy me talking about some technicals. So let's go ahead and let's get into our fun time now. Um, I could talk QS a little bit before we get a little bit further, but this one had an offering too, right? Yeah, so QS announced, I think, was it thir $8 million? I don't remember the amount now. $13 million. $13, 13 million shares. Yep. So, you know, and again, this this one, look at that chart. I mean, this one was over $100 last year, one of the top performers. Um, it has come down. Remember, this company is a couple years away from revenue. So you're buying into the long-term story here. Um, you know, to see them do an offering right here, um, I'm a little surprised because they weren't doing as much of the offerings when the shares were up higher. Um, so keep an eye out on this one. Um, you know, good battery technology, but again, we are a couple years away and it is a very competitive market in batteries. Um, you know, so keep that, keep an eye on that. What do you think of that chart, Mitch, with this pullback here in QS? Well, if I look at the chart, you know, one of the things I do see is two bottoms on the weekly 
Look for a third bottom near that 40. I say if it can hold 42, I'd still be interested just because you kind of had that bottoming action multiple times in the 42s and 43s. Let it pull back there. Let it settle out. It'll be what I like to look for, guys, is called the three-month kind of rest period. And then you see the stock spike up through that trend. And so right now you've gotten about January, you know, February, March, let March finish, let it get into April, let it settle out near that 50. And then we should see, we should see the volume spike come back in. So one of the things that I'll keep an eye out also, and I state this all the time, guys, is watch the volume because volume is so important to a lot of stocks, especially when they're getting sleepy and consolidated like you see here. And so if you see these volume bars down here, we could draw down. And one thing we want to see is a volume spike come out. Something like this showing up with that trend. So like if we got this kind of down move up, down move up, let's look for a down move, kind of settle out near these 50s and then get that strong candle with that move back to resistance. Loving the artwork here, Mitch, guys. Smash, oh, the, yeah, like, the, smash the, the like for Mitch's No drawings. NFTs off of my drawings. Mitch's drawings. Oh, we should NFT that. Mitch's drawings, NFTs coming soon, guys. Smash the like. The, the stick but figures. Hit hit a one if you want Mitch to NFT those charts. I, I like them. I, I would be a buyer of those NFTs. Definitely, definitely, guys. So, yeah, like, like uh, who's that guy? That Chris Ketchy in the chat. Smash the like for that guy. Smash I don't, the I don't like. know who that is. Who's that? Look at that tie with, like. with a little go. blue tie. Looking, <laughs> looking young and pretty. Yeah, that I was see, young. I see. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get to some fun. Let's go ahead and let's have some fun. Let's get into our March spackness. So, definitely, let's start it off with a little rocket. my little video wants to get stuck there but i'll take it off not to worry about that uh let's get into our spec presentation today where we let, let me pull up my calendar here we need our spec national championship here it is guys here it is who's gonna win today who's gonna take it we had a close battle yesterday so definitely guys let's get started if you're watching, guys, this is when we're going to go ahead and we're going to have some fun, guys. We're going to press one or two, depending on the stock that you like. And like always, guys, this this is just kind of some fun. Really, what it's about is kind of an overlook to like 2021. What do you think the stock's going to do? Do you think at the end of the year it's going to be higher than the other stock? That's what we're really voting on, guys. And like always... The seating doesn't really matter here, guys. It's just about fun. So if you could do me a favor, smash the like button. Let me know you guys are ready in the chat. And let's get this party started, you know? All right, so let's go ahead and let's get this started. First battle up. Let's stick to the left, the west, the way that we did it last time. Let's roll in here. Last time we had a close battle here between uh, Romeo and RVP8. Now we got an even closer battle here, guys. Who's going to take this one? We are talking Romeo Power versus Clever Leaves here. Yeah, interesting matchup. You know, we got batteries against cannabis. Um, 
kind of two different areas there. So Romeo Power, um, you know, this was a $40 company heading into that merger. It has fallen. Um, so I do like the upside going forward. Guys, press one for Romeo, two for Clever Leaves. I do still own shares of Romeo. Clever Leaves, we've we've actually had both CEOs on this show um, in this matchup. That's exciting, Mitch. Um, you know, so Clever Leaves Cannabis, they're looking to expand you know, in the U.S. once we get uh, federal legalization right now, they have CBD presence here in the U.S., but they're a major player in Europe uh, and Latin America. And, you know, when the CEO was on, he he couldn't, you know, uh, tell us more or couldn't emphasize the, you know, how big the European market is um, to investors because they have higher prices and higher margins there than you do in the U.S., so that, that's a huge thing for me. We talk cannabis stocks all the time in the U.S. and Canada, but Europe, they, they, they're all about paying that money for their cannabis. So I don't know. Uh, what do you guys think in the chat? One for Romeo, two for Clever. I do own shares of Romeo, but man, I would almost have to lean two here. All right, guys. Well, uh, I'll take a look here. At the end of the day, there's a lot of battery plays out there. So that's one thing I definitely mentioned. And then the question is really when the government support's really going to step in here. And I think one government support actually might outdo the other guys. I think legalization outdoes the infrastructure bill. I don't know why, but I just feel like they're leaning towards it and we might get a surprise legalization that surprises everybody. And this is all I got to say, guys. Where is the weed? Where is it? Where is it? <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, I'm seeing some ones and rolling through there. Some twos rolling I'm through here. I'm seeing lots of twos Let, here. Lots of twos. Let's see what happens. Who takes this win? What's going to happen here? Looks like there's some ones, some twos. What's going on? Can can we get the last final vote in? Oh, oh, oh. Looks like looks like we're I see more ones, man. Yeah, I think the ones have it. One until weed is legal. Bah trader for life kind of knows the deal here. All right, guys, let's keep moving on here. It looks like Romeo wins the day and hey Gonzaga's moving on here. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the next battle here. This is gonna be fun, guys. Look We're at this matchup. About this is exciting. Golden Nugget versus RSI Rush Street Interactive. Man, this matchup couldn't have been timed better with March Madness going on. And these two actually compete in real life against each other. And here they the are on the bracket on. competing. So, guys, press one for GNOG, two for RSI. We, we talked yesterday about both these companies. Golden Nugget Online, strong presence in New Jersey. Um, they're all about the iGaming. Their sports betting has not been as strong as I would have liked to see, especially here in my home state of Michigan. RSI has a 15% market share nationally for iGaming. They also have a decent share of sports betting in um, Illinois. Uh, you know, I think they're third place there. Um, and then, Mitch, when we had uh, Niccolo on, I think RSI, they talked about that uh, technology stack that they had too, right? So RSI has a little bit better control over their own operations. To me, that's a plus. So, Press one for GNOG, two for RSI. I think you guys know by now that RSI would be my vote. What do you think, Mitch? Well, 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 well. First things first is when we get into gambling, this is usually what happens, guys. 
<laughs> I've lost $300 in 15 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> That's the story of the life when you go out gambling. But at the end of the day, both of these having their foot in the game here. One thing I'd definitely mention is that I think GNOG is just going to take longer to get off the ground running why i think rsi has a competitive advantage in their platform in their data so i'm going to go ahead and stick with rsi here for the advantage inside the product competitive advantage matching up to another but gnog i think in the long run also is going to get a lift with the reopening and so that's one thing you got to keep your eyes on in the long term how's that going to react Will their kind of casinos come back also? And and how is gaming going to compare to sports betting at the end of the year? You know, with a lot of money going more into sports betting, I'm interested, is gaming getting the same kind of uh, subscriptions, kind of that boost? Um, I'm wondering. So let's go ahead and see from the chat here. What do we got? I, I saw a lot of twos out there, Mitch, a lot of twos. I see nothing but laughs out there. What are you guys <laughs> laughing at? What's so funny? <laughs> hey, well, we got to have some fun here. I see some twos. Looks like two takes the win here. Two bull, two bear knows it. We're giving it a two. Let's move on here. RSI takes the win. All right, guys, moving on here to the east. Now we're getting into a kind of closer battle here i like this battle here this is going to be dm versus lazr here yeah this is an interesting one we have desktop metal 3d printing uh additive manufacturing uh it is in the 3d printing etf from arc funds and then we have lazr luminar a lidar company so guys press one for dm Two for LAZR. This is an exciting matchup. This this to me is a toss-up. I'd be surprised if this one, the, the chat had a heavy favorite, but I could be wrong. So this one, we might have to tally up those votes. Um, you know, to me, I, I don't know. This, this one's tough. I would almost lean towards desktop metal, but I could see LAZR outperforming it as well. What do you, what do you think, Mitch? Well, 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 it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Well, one thing I got to say is that uh, haters going to hate. Haters going to hate, baby. Autopilot. Autopilot. Putting it on. I'm driving just like she is. Is that your new ride, man? That's my ride. You don't Good. see her burning out? <laughs> I mean, she's using some LiDAR there, right? So Hey, swag, hey, swag. I mean, haters going to hate, that- man. That vehicle might have been 3D printed, in all honesty. So, <laughs> Oh, man. Just having some fun here, guys. All right. So definitely I'm, seeing the ones I'm rolling surprised. through there. Yeah, I thought it was going to be closer, but I'm seeing so many ones. I only saw a couple twos. So it's uh, surprising to me, but Desktop Metal w- wins it heavily. <laughs> having some fun plenty of competition in 3d uh, i like that added by spac broker also yeah, we've seen these, logan talking about competition in lidar this yeah, competition both of these have a lot of competition even within the spac space right so desktop metal against aone and now spfr going public today lazr one of six companies in the lidar space that have gone public via spac so yeah both of you, great comments out there from our chat. The have heavy competition right now, um, you know. So again, we look to see who are the winners going to be. But looks like the chat thinks 
desktop metal is the winner, at least in this matchup. All right. Well, the chat has spoken and we're moving on. Desktop metal takes the win here. All right, guys, moving on to the NFT king right now. HOFV with open. Who's going to win it? I don't know. Maybe maybe HOFV is selling NFTs of the houses in open, so you never know what's going on here. Chat, let me know. who What's going on here? Yeah, guys, press one for open, two for HOFV. A week ago, I wouldn't have even thought that this made it this far on our bracket. Here we have HOFV, though, the Cinderella story. Again, remember, Benzinga reached out to them for comment. They have not made any NFTs. They have not uh, been involved in that space. They just said that they are exploring all options um, to create revenue. So this one has ran up. And I kind of think, you know, uh, I would be cautious with, with HOFV here. Open Door, on the other hand, a top performing SPAC out there, um, really competing with Zillow. And now OfferPad going public. That is the one thing that I'm a little hesitant on. Open Door is now the valuation compared to Open or to OfferPad. Um, but to me, I, I would still be in Open here. So I'm a one. But guys, press one for Open, two for HOFV. Will we see another huge upset here or not? Oh, you got the mute on, Mitch. Walk in the red carpet, baby. Well, well, well. I can say, hey, hey, hey. Look at me, baby. Hall of Fame. Walking in there. Uh, uh, all right, guys. All right. I'm going to be going with open here. I, I'll go with open just because at the end of the day, I think, you know, we have that housing boom. Uh, I won't be too crazy. Someone's going to say I'm on some clever leaves today. So I'm going to stick with open here. I'll stick with open. Let's see what, what's going on here. Mitch is muted. Yeah, he needs to wake up. All right, guys. It looking like we've seen the ones going through. Lots Boom, of ones. Baby. Boom, Lots baby. of ones. I did see a couple twos. Hey, Ruel. Thanks for joining. Uh, big fan of yours as well with that Monday night show. And I know you've been hitting those NFT stocks hard. HOFV, though, to me, again, guys, be cautious. They, they don't have NFTs yet. So, hey. you know. Stay aware of what you're invested in out there. SPAC broker saying it good. Open takes the close game there. Close game, guys. We had an overtimer, an overtimer there. But guess what? HOV misses the free throw. And at the last second, buzzer beater by Open, baby. Buzzer beater there, guys. That's why you got to make your free throws. They don't call them free for no reason, right? All right, let's keep moving on here, guys. Let's keep moving on. All right, so let's go ahead and let's get to the South, the dirty, dirty South. What's going on, guys? All right, moving on over. Oh, man, there are some great matchups over here. When I looked mm -hmm. at this bracket this morning, Mitch. Let's just I mean, say I, I wouldn't want to be on the right side of the bracket. Yeah, <laughs> GNOG versus RSI on the left side was an exciting matchup just because they compete against each other. But you look at this right side, we have some heavyweights. So up first, we have DKNG, that's DraftKings versus ChargePoint, CHPT. Press one for DraftKings. Two for charge point. This one's going to be very, very tough for me. I do own shares of CHPT, formerly SBE. Um, that is a charging infrastructure play. But DraftKings, you know, a proven leader in the online sports betting and iGaming space. 
this is March Spackness after all. DraftKings getting that price target upgrade from Goldman Sachs today. I agree. I think DraftKings goes to 90. Um, that's my pick here uh, with the one. What do you guys think? What do you think, Mitch? What do we got? DraftKings charge point. Well, 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 well. I'm spending that money, baby. <laughs> DraftKings. DraftKings. That's where I'm at. You already know, guys. Spending that money, throwing it up in the air. I got my bets on. You already know, guys, how I like a little sports gambling. So I'm going to go here with DKNG. What's going on, team? What's the vote out there? Let's see what happens out there. It looks like someone, Drew, Drew said this is an easy call. Charge point, get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, I don't know about easy call, but I definitely <laughs> see a, a lot of ones out there. Dollar, dollar I, bills. I thought it was a tougher matchup, me personally. But yeah, the, the ones have it. Someone said DKNG, the Gonzaga of the tournament. You're probably right. They, they should be the favorite of this whole thing. Um, you know, I'd be surprised if they lose before the final four, but again, it's up to you guys in the chat to vote. It's not me and Mitch, it's you guys. So DraftKings gets the ones, gets to move on in that exciting matchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know the DKNG. There you go, Logan. We see you out there making it rain, Chris. You know it the way we like making the specs rain, baby. All right, let's keep rolling through here as we go ahead and highlight DKNG. Moving on. Now, here's a nice battle here, guys. We're going to get into uh, Fisker versus MP material here. What's going on, Chris? Who's going to take this one? Oh, man. This this is a tough matchup too, right? We've got Fisker. I do own shares of Fisker still. This one's had a good run in 2021. It was one of my top SPACs for 2021, but you know what else was one of my top SPACs for 2021? MP. MP materials. Mm. So press one for Fisker, two for MP. I love both of these long-term. Um, I'm hesitant to call a winner here. I want to see what you guys think in the chat, and I also want to see what exciting... Uh, uh, picture Mitch has in store for this matchup. <laughs> so, what do we got from the meme king out there? Mitch himself. Guys, press one for Fisker, two for MP. Let's go. Oh, man, this looks split, Mitch. I don't oh, know. Oh, oh, oh. I I'm waiting a second because I just want to see the votes roll through before I go ahead and, and give you guys what I'd pick here. I think the twos are rolling now. Uh oh, uh oh. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? The question is. What's the reason? What's the reason? The reason why I'm here, baby. Oh, you're Russian, baby. I'm, you're I'm a miner, baby. I'm a miner. You can send me to the rush, guys. You can send me over. I'll go get your lithium out. I'm going MP, baby. Number two, number two for me. Looks, looks like the twos have it. So, yep, the twos have it. Twos win here. MP moving on, guys. All right, guys. And we are getting towards the Midwest here as we got 12 minutes left here. Let's keep rolling through here. QS versus B Fly, baby. B Fly. Who's going to take this one? Another exciting matchup. We have Quantum Scape. I mean, this thing, as I said earlier today, this thing touched over a hundred last year. Top performing SPAC at the time. Um, battery technology versus butterfly. Butterfly technology, uh, portable ultrasounds with investors, including Bill Gates, Bailey Gifford, and ARC funds, Kathy Wood. 
Um, press one for QS, two for BFLY. I, I I gotta say, oh man, I'm I, I'm curious to see what meme you have for this one because I'm going butterfly, BFLY. What do you guys think in the chat? Let's go ahead and see what you guys think in the chat. Give us give us some information. Let us know why. Chris Let's... out there, B fly gonna fly. B fly gonna fly. <laughs> All right. It looks like someone's saying B fly out there, but SPAC Broker is saying QS is still unproven, guys. It looks like B fly technology proven. What I say here is I want my money. <laughs> Give me my money with B fly, baby. B fly. Give I me really, my money, guys. I really thought we were going to see a butterfly meme, so I was curious to see because I couldn't think of a butterfly meme off the top of my head. So maybe I'll have to look for some of those later today. But, yeah, I think I think butterfly flies on. Butterfly flying on, guys, flying on. A surprise winner here, guys. Really, if we look back, you know, this was a five seed making it through, knocking out that one seed and moving on, guys. So be fly moving on, guys. This is going to be an interesting battle here, guys. VVNT versus skills here. What's going on, Chris? Yeah, this one's exciting. Vivint Smart Home, VVNT wasn't one that I was as familiar with before this tournament. I'm liking this one more and more as we move from round to round. Smart homes, huge growth area. VVNT, so press one for VVNT, but then you also we've got skills, SKLZ2, mobile gaming, uh, you know, wagering against each other. So kind of bridging that gap between gaming and sports betting. I do like the opportunity and skills, but I, I don't know. I almost have to go VVNT here. You know, because I'm liking it uh, more and more. Well, this one's going to be a fun one. I, I definitely got to see who's voting for what here. But like I've been doing, I got to keep it going, guys. This one's a throwback for you guys. If you like this one, let me know in the chat. My man, Tim Allen, home improvement. We're improving that home. We're going for them smart windows. Let's get them. Let's get them in, guys. Who's going to take this one? I'm going one, even though I'm seeing all the twos. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm seeing lots of twos, but I, I do see some ones out there. And as I said, you know, this this one, I would have been a two, for, you know, for a couple of weeks. But I, I really like VVNT the more we go on. It's one I'm going to be looking at, you know, uh, putting on the watch list. Smart homes. Yep, definitely a great throwback. I think they actually came out with another show, but that's that's something off topic there. Um, but yeah, look, look like Z saying he actually uses it. Oh. We, we have to check that out. We gotta, gotta let us know, man. All right, so that's that's gonna do it for us, guys. It looks to me like two takes the win, but it was close. It was a close battle here, guys. Looks like skills gonna be moving on, guys. Looks like we have gotten to our Elite We have eight. our Elite Eight. So, guys, no voting right now. Don't vote. But we can show you the matchups we have going forward. So, we've got RMO versus RSI. That's mm -hmm. that's exciting. So, we got, we got battery against sports betting. And then down below, we have desktop metal 3D printing 
And then we got open online home buying and selling. Exciting matchup there. What do we got on that right side, Mitch? So right side in the south, we got DraftKings, the one seed. Moving on, going to face the unexpected. What? No, not unexpected. Number two seed, MP. We're going to have a one versus a two here. That's going to be fun. Really close battle there. And then moving into the Midwest, we're going to be on that B fly versus the skills. You're talking technology there. That's going to be an interesting battle as one is really kind of, like we said, proven technology there. And then another one, really great potential. So it's going to be interesting to go ahead and see that battle. But we'll be moving on in the March backness. Guys, just to let you know, Tomorrow, we'll be having the Biotech Small Cap Conference. If you haven't seen it, definitely, guys, stick tuned because it's going to be a great one. There's going to be a lot of these companies that you normally don't get coverage on. This is the time to go get that coverage. So definitely stick with that, guys. We're going to be moving on with our March SPACness and our Elite 8. And then we're going to be moving on towards Monday. Monday, we'll go through into the final four as we move closer towards the national SPAC championship on April 5th. And this should be fun, guys, as we continue moving on. So definitely, hey, if you guys could do me a favor, smash the like button, hit the subscribe bell. You guys know what time it is. It's time for the power hour in a little bit. But before we get there, guys, I wanted to take a second and, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that have been kind of kind of worried about the game right now, seeing where their SPACs are. And, and it's like 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 we see constantly, guys. It, it, there are opportunities out there. And so one of the things you got to start doing, I think, is that we're getting towards that point. Chris has mentioned it before. There's too many SPACs, right? And so when there's too many SPACs, guys, now it's not a game of like, let me just diversify with all of them. Because I think now is going to be the game of looking for the winners, right? And so the winners, I think, are actually going to be the SPACs that you've seen already despec'd. Actually go to that next level, go through the evaluation phase, and then people say, hey, this company has the fundamentals, the technicals look good, and the story starts getting hot again. So those are the ones that I'm looking at, guys. We can talk about tickers like, you know, uh, DMS, Clove. Um, we could look at a, a bunch of different ones, but that's what's on my radar, guys. And that's what I'm looking at. I'm not really looking to get into a before rumor one now. Now I already got the ones that I have in my portfolio. They're just going to sit there and I'll just let them, when they come, they come and, and let it be, be patient. But really... Those are the ones I'm looking at more now is how can I get the ones that I feel are through that evaluation phase and people are seeing that evaluation meet where the price is right now, which is very important. It's not about the evaluation and where the price is and it's like $30 away from what you think the price is. It's about does the evaluation meet where the price is right now? And that's what I'm looking at, guys. All right, guys, first off, I dropped that link in the chat. Biotech conference that Mitch was talking about tomorrow and Thursday, two days. So we will be off air both days, but sign up for that event. Great content. If you were a part of any of our small cap conferences, you got those exclusive interviews from a lot of companies that have outperformed you know, going forward. So keep an eye out on that. Someone asked, will that be at the same time 
like Biotech Buzz. No, they're all-day events. So after pre-market prep is over tomorrow, 9 a.m., the Biotech Conference starts. Two-day event. Uh, there's another link there. Register. Guys, I, I, I got to follow up. You know what Mitch said? Yeah, SPAC market, it, it's rough out there. And you just need to change, you know, how you look at it. And, you know, there's still opportunities, right? And as I said yesterday, you know, I, I hate all these SPACs being clumped together, right? So you got Jim Cramer out there saying, you know, uh, that SPACs are horrible, right? And, and the thing is, it, it's no different. There's just, there's too many SPACs out there, but it's the same as stocks. There's so many stocks out there. You just have to find the the winners and the ones that are going to perform well, you know, over time. Same with IPOs. How many companies go public every week IPO? How many of them outperform? Not all of them. Some pull back right away and some never really take off. It's same with SPACs, guys. You know, you just got to look at it. You got to make your own plan. So I like Mitch's thought, you know, with looking at the ones that de-SPAC here. Look at our, our March SPACness tournament. Look at all those great names in there. Those are former SPACs that are publicly traded companies that have strong growth ahead, you know, a lot of those cases. So you got some opportunities to maybe instead of playing the SPACs pre-merger announcement, you can get in some of these SPACs that have already completed the deal and you don't have to worry about that, you know, $10 price level anymore. Will it go under? Will it go above? You can just look at, you know, the long-term performance. So that that's what I've got to say there. I would like to see the volume come down with these SPACs. And then I'd also like to get some big announcements, um, you know, maybe from Chamath with IPOD or IPOF or Bill Ackman with Pershing Square. I think if we could get, you know, a big deal announcement or a couple big deals, maybe we could see, you know, some interest pop up into some of these pre-merger deals. Otherwise, stay close to that $10 net asset value floor, guys. Uh, maintain, you know, your risk reward here. All right, all right, guys. Trying to pay attention, but I got a stock that's over 75% in the green, so it's kind of hard. Eyes over here. All right, guys, so looking at this, I want to show you guys something before we move on and get, get, get out of here, guys. So right quick, small cap conference. What do you see there that stands out to you, Chris? Which one is this, small cap? Yep, these are, these are people that are going to be at the small cap. There's two companies that stand out really quickly for me. I and see I see Clever Leaves on there. There you go. And then R Rivia. Oh, yeah. So we got two, two former SPACs right there on that list. Right there, guys. So definitely stay tuned. Guys, if you guys are SPACs fans, you're going to have some two, two great companies there to kind of get some more information there. Clever Leaves, I mean – we had them on and I think it spiked like massively right after our show. So definitely guys stick with them. It's going to be fun. A bunch of different shows. You guys can go into the link. I put it in, in the chat for you guys. Sign up, sign up guys before it's too late. Sign up for your free access. All right, Chris. So before we move on to the power hour, I think they're getting ready. They're probably running late. Chris, uh, Luke went to go get his double fisting monsters on. <laughs> um, so I, you, you know how it is. The two for three deal is Luke's favorite deal. <laughs> you guys already know. So when when Bang Energy goes public, we need to have a watch party for that IPO with Luke because he should be buying shares in Bang Energy. Let's just say caffeine is not light in Luke. 
And let's take a look here. You guys got a spec you guys want us to take a look at before we get on out of here? Definitely let us know. Let us know, guys. Looks like the best deal in the world. The two for three? I know, The two man. for three? The that two for the three, deal. dude. You got it. Guys, smash, smash the like. We're almost at 700. Before we get out of here, let's let's get to 700. Let's give Power Hour a good start um, to get going. I know they've got some exciting guests coming up today on the show. We've got content going all day long. Um, I know you guys are excited. We got uh, some of you may be excited. We got GameStop earnings coming later. That's going to get hit, you know, on some of these shows later content all day any anyone got any ticker time out there real quick before we go as mitch said they're they're running late out there uh i'm seeing a couple flow in now mitch what, what do we got all right so we got of course of course they want to talk about a little bit about etoro but we've talked about that one plenty of times nstb guys let's look at the interview if you guys missed that interview check it out guys check it out power hour interview it really wasn't a bad one guys uh, i had to give jason some props he asked some great questions and and definitely check it out guys if you want to know a little bit more about that one uh let's keep moving through here what other ones do we see um of course a apex let's take a look at that um just just based off of also the fact that hey this one's been kind of just not talked about for a little bit um, it looks like did I see something that mentioned that he, there was a interview on CNBC for which ticker are we on Apex Apex is uh, with NSTB um, right the one that from Power Hour Apex clearing yeah, yeah. Um, oh no 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 they're talking about APEX oh we're talking like Av Point right yeah I think that's what they're talking APXT so Av Point yeah the thing I saw was. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, TJ, who was on our show, uh, Kramer, bashing SPACs out there, right? And he, said he, wanted, <laughs> he said he wanted to learn more. So what did TJ do? TJ replied to him on Twitter, and he sent his investor presentation. He sent revenue projections. He said, hey, I'd be more than happy to come on your show and teach you about Avpoint. So shout out to TJ. We, of course, had him on SPACs Attack. We, of course, heard him talk about their growth. Huge partner with Microsoft. This one has gotten beaten down. I, I, again, I think this is a long-term outperformer uh, in that software space, connecting small businesses to Microsoft with the cloud. I mean, what's not to love about that? All right, guys. I mean, the, the chart's looking interesting down there towards those $12. Um, also, I'm seeing mentioned here, Sue talking about, which spec is getting with eToro? We know. We we at least we we know which ones uh, is actually. I mean, it's not merged over, but right yeah, here. Yeah. So guys. so FTCV, um, one of the fintech right from Daniel Cohen. We had him on the show last week. That this one shot way up on that deal announcement. Um, eToro, of course, you know, huge, well-known brand. Look at that chart now, starting to pull back. Um, this was one of the, you know, the movers over the last couple of weeks we hadn't seen in a long time, right? Shooting up on that deal announcement. So not surprised to see it come back down. Um, but again, keep an eye out on this one. You heard Daniel Cohen talk about their growth. It's not just moving into the U S they're going to be a strong player in Europe for a long, long time. 
So one thing that I see mentioned in the chat is that certain battery plays have been getting hit hard. And I, I do agree with this. I think what this has to do with more long is the fact that they haven't gotten any government support, guys. I, I keep saying this, guys. Wait till you see that. I think that's what takes these off. They need some kind of tax credit, something that's helping them get their foot over the line and really get those products out there. Um, I think you, you'll see this happen near kind of that fall time in this year. So that's what I'm looking for, guys. So we're talking Q3 is what I'd be looking for to see when you see that kind of that bill being mentioned, some talk, some EV talk. And that's what I think we really need um, to get this moving. Until then, honestly, I got burned in, our, in Romeo Power, then saw it go up. Um, so I'm staying out. I'm staying out of the battery game just because I think, you know, either you're trying to pick the bottom so the bill can come in and, and, and spike it back up or you think that they're just going to kill it right now. And I think personally killing it right now, that's not what I think. So I think it has to be something that has some longer term revenue support. Yeah. And Mitch, great points on batteries. I saw someone mention THCB microvast. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I'd be concerned about that one because I think it moved up a little bit on that Oshkosh USPS deal. Yep. So it has fallen. And I think if we see Oshkosh lose that deal, I, I think it could fall further again, not based on valuation, just based on the story, because um, people are going to see that headline um, and they're probably going to sell the news. So I would be cautious with that one. Um, you know, I, I would be cautious. Yeah. Overall batteries, it's highly competitive right now. And, and a lot of them, they need these deal announcements, um, and their partnerships. So, uh, yeah, you know, keep an eye out, um, in this space. Yeah, guys, we'll keep an eye out. One thing that I will note here, guys, is you see RPLA take the dive guys, take the dive. I got out of this one. Full disclosure, guys, I got in, out, in, out. And that just shows you guys that you can get in and out with kind of that risk mentality. Keep it tight. And that's what I did here with Replay. At first, I sold it early on in in kind of um, like two weeks ago because it was just hanging out for me. And I wanted to rotate that capital to give my other SPAC that I had a worse average price, a better average price. So I rotated that capital, got it into a different SPAC. Then... I saw that SPAC spike up. I was able to get the share and that capital into the green. So I took the capital back, replaced it back in here after the Kramer interview that I thought might get the spike, might get the spike started. And I thought that was going to get it going. But really, guys, it just turned back around. And it's a sad story now. Um, I'd have to say it's a sad story because it's looking like it's heading down just like you WMC did. And I don't want to be anything a part of that. So yeah, and the, um, the, I'm, I'm definitely stepping out of that. The the thing with RPLA is if it continues to trade below 10 going into that um, vote, you're going to see heavy redemption. You're going to see a lot of people, right? Trade their shares in, collect that net asset value. So that means, of course, if you buy it, you can make a small profit. But that also means that the company could end up with less capital, less proceeds going forward. So obviously their investor presentation and their future plans is based on getting that you know, money. So how will that impact their growth going forward? I, I like the, 
the story, but the the mortgage industry for uh, SPACs and stocks, you know, has been hit hard. So uh, very cautious, uh, you know, as Mitch said. All right. All right. So it's looking like the power hour is sleeping. So you guys let in the chat know, Luke, wake up, wake up. Your alarm is ringing. Wake up, guys. The snooze button went too long. Um, but let's take, let's take a look at, at maybe some stocks that are moving out there. I'm going to transition here, guys, and get a little bit out of SPACs here and, and talk about maybe some stocks that are moving on the day. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. You know, Chris and I don't only know SPACs. We know some other stocks. So let's take a look here at what's moving, see if anything stands out to me. All right, so on the session... Uh, so putting the movers tool here, guys, to work. Uh, looking like the Federal Reserve chairman uh, has started. Um, I'm hoping that my man Spencer got that started in the back. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm stuck here. So it looks like Spencer said he got it. So if you guys want to see the uh, pal talk, he's probably on our other stream right now, guys. Uh, looking at the spy. Let's take a, a quick look to see if it's bouncing or moving up here. 15-minute chart or one-minute chart to see how we got started here. Quick dip. There was a really big dip here at 10, but let, let's see if we can actually hold kind of these this kind of dip value here at this 392.20 uh, through the speech here and get back up there. But it's going to be interesting. Now, what's moving on the day? On the day, you guys are seeing a couple stocks here that they're sticking out. Of course, this one's sticking out here, guys. Just uh, NFT play up there to 1468, up about 169 uh, percent. Uh, this is DLPN, um, and then we're gonna keep moving down here. Uh, see what other other stock we see, um, and then comes my genius that that I'm still in, guys. I'm still in this one. I have the diamond hands on, but the paper hands are getting thin. <laughs> and I'm trying to hold on to this one, but we'll see what happens. What other stock do I see here moving up on the day that stands out to me? Funko, baby. Funko. That boy, Chrissy Chris is Funko. So, guys, yeah, I'm also long GNUS along with Mitch, but I am long Funko here, FNKO. And I was long last year Look from about move. from about six dollars is when I mentioned this one $6. on Power Hour. Um, so if any of you guys saw that interview with Luke and Jason, I called this one at six. I did get out last year, but Ooh. I bought in recently after their earnings report. This is a company that had strong earnings through the holiday that the pandemic may have helped them because they were able to push their direct to uh, consumer business more. So instead of people buying Funkos from stores where they make less money, they were able to transition traffic to their website higher margins. And then of course, Funko CEO was out with an interview on Yahoo Finance saying that they are working on NFTs. Uh, you know, again, I, I've talked NFTs. If you follow me on Twitter, this is one of my plays there because this is a company with real revenue, real potential in the NFT space with that built-in fan base um, and the collectability of Funko Pops. So I'm a big fan of Funko. I own shares. My kids love Funko Pops. Let's go. Looks like Luke finally woke up. He got up from his slumber and he's ready for his show here. Pull so him in. Where's Luke? Pull him in. We ready? Let's pull him in. Let's pull him in. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Are we ready? We're ready to roll. 
So, hey, right. Spencer said 1210. Okay. Did, did you buy the Casper mattress or something? I mean, I, I, I would like to. <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. In in all right, all right. History lesson, Benzinga history lesson. You guys might not even know this. In our old office, I actually had a bedroom. Did you know that? I did uh, not. In our Southfield office, we had sort of this, this weird office Is that we had no legal? construction on, uh, and there was like this weird little side room. And, and so we wrote an article. Uh, I don't know if I can find it, but it was basically the 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 it was like a best bed article. And one of the mattress companies featured in the article sent us a mattress. Yes. Uh, we, we pulled it into a room. And over the period of time, I like, you know, we acquired a dresser, a little nightstand, <laughs> a lamp. You know, we had blankets, pillows, two sets. Of, I mean, it was awesome. So I so, think you, you I sound think like you my college bedroom, career. You need a bedroom there again, Luke. This Guys, if you're watching, this is the hardest working man at Benzinga. This guy never sleeps. He's always at the headquarters killing it for you guys the raving fans out there. So let's go stay tuned. What do we got coming up on power hour, Luke? All right. So, so did you guys do NFTs? I heard the Funko piece. Did you do more NFT stuff? We talked Funko. We talked H O F V. And- All right. So, 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 so what we're going to do is we're going to crowdsource NFTs. All right. I've got a Google doc. We're going to crowdsource. What are some of these other stocks that could be NFT plays like you, Chris, you were already thinking about Funko. I want to throw this one out to Zinger Nation and and, and let, let's crowdsource NFTs. Pick, pick it up from Ruel where he left off last night. Uh, or did you guys do GameStop? We, Game, we, just, we just touched GameStop briefly. What did, oh, uh, okay. yeah. Ruel, I know, has been talking Atari, P O N G F. I actually own shares of that one. I had a tweet out yesterday. Um, you know, NFT play there as well. You, you missed the play, Luki. Uh, the yeah. genius, bro. The genius. I told you, my friend. Wait, wait. Did genius pop today? It did. Hey, you know it, bro. You on know what? it. On what? On, okay. It is the second, I think now the second trending stock on, on WSB. So just 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 throwing that out there. All right. So so we'll talk about that. Got to give a shout out to, to my boy, Hugh Henney. Uh, Hugh Henney, he, he couldn't join the show last week. But but he texted in and said, "Tell the audience that that uh, uh, you know, like like GNUS could be a an NFT play." Oh baby, that was last week. That was on Thursday. Oh baby, we brought it up. We made a point. It, anybody who was on the Power Hour heard that. Uh, so so there you go. Hey, well the paper hands getting turned into diamond for I the first time it. ever. I'm holding we're, on. We're both I'm not in, selling. I'm just sitting on my hands. Literally, I got to sit on them sometimes because I'm not used to being up 70% and just, oh, just let it go. Let it go. Uh, all right, <laughs> all guys. right, guys. I'll Peace. see you later, guys. Bye, Luke. Enjoy. Have a good one. Power. All right. Thank Power. you, guys.